Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From from billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. We're not far away from the World Cup of Softball. Uh, that is an event that New Zealand has a rich heritage in and a man that was a part of many World Cup wins. And uh, both as a player and as a coach is uh, Mark Brutus Sorensen. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us today. It's getting exciting. Hey, Steph, it's, uh, thanks for having me along. But, yeah, I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head then. It, it, it's very real now. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, well, geez, it's next month. It's November. So I think we're about five weeks away. And you've just named your your squad. Um, was it difficult? How, and, I, and I mean difficult because did the depth of New Zealand talent make it difficult? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was difficult. It was, you know, we... Um, you know, getting down to the, the final members of the team. You know, we take, we pick 16 in the team. We've been working with a lot of these guys for, for three years now and some longer. Um, but, yeah, making that, you know, those uh, deciding on those final spots is, is a good position to be in. It means that, you know, we've, I guess we've done a reasonable job of developing talent um, to, to have them competing. But yesterday, especially with some of the phone calls I had to make, and I always make a uh, point of, of calling the guys that miss myself. Um, there's some pretty tough phone calls, um, you know, and, and it just highlights to me, you know, and, and not that it was ever in question, but certainly highlighted at the time how much it means to the guys, you know, how how hard they'd worked and what they'd committed to the program. Um, so, you know, challenge for us now is to, you know, to, uh, I guess, wrap support around those guys that haven't made the side because, you know, you want them to continue and, you know, pick themselves up, dust, dust themselves off and keep playing. But, you know, I think there's been three out of the last five World Cups where there's been an injury beforehand. So, you know, you're going to need to go to the bench potentially to um, pull someone into the squad. So, so we want to um, make sure that we keep those guys training and engaged and uh, ready if needed. Seven first timers in the World Cup. Uh, that, that that is a lot of rookies to go to the pinnacle event. Is it? Uh, have they taken place of guys that have uh, hit the cusp of their career or is it is their form irrepressible and you have to include them? Uh, and I guess the third the third or is is part of this building? Um, I, I don't think World Cup's a place to build talent. Um, you've got to go there with your best because ultimately you're going to war. So no, it's it's a it's probably a combination of both because we, you know, the, the World Cup was delayed 18 months. So, you know, some of the senior guys that were there last time, um, that extra 18 months um, is, a, is, is a little bridge too far. Uh, but then, you know, potentially a guy like Tane Mumu in the squad at, at 19, uh, 18 months ago, it would have been too early for him. So it's kind of played into his hands. So it's it's worked uh, it's worked at both ends of the scale. But, you know, we we, as a selection group, believe that we've picked the best talent available so you know it's probably um to your question that that irrepressible form has dictated that these guys 
um, are the ones that we believe in and believe will be the guys that will help us make a run at this title. Cole Evans is going to captain the squad. You've been captain as a player as well. What what are the qualities in Cole that made you convinced he needs the captain's armband? Well, we, we've identified Cole you know, a number of years ago. He's going to his fourth World Cup, and he's turning, well, just turned the ripe old age of 23. <laughs> um, yeah, going to his fourth World Cup. So he's got a... He's got a bit of uh, history there. Um, he's he's a quality young man. You know, he's he's got a good moral compass. Um, he's got a great work ethic. Uh, he's a leader on and off the diamond, naturally. And you know, when you go into these roles, I, I don't think you know. And I'm, I'm, it's probably a generalisation, but to be fair, I don't think many captains go in fully equipped and ready for the job. You know, there is an element of learning because Cole's been captain for two years, um, but he's never captain the game for us because yeah. we haven't played for over three years so you know part of our job will be also to help support and guide him um, you know be a sounding board for him but he's also got his you know, leadership group fellow senior guys in the squad that um, he can bounce things off but we'll be keeping a close eye on him just to make sure that the you know it's 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 one thing to, to be captain of your country uh, it's another thing to be captain of your country in a World Cup at home you know that the, the weight of the jersey is heavy enough, but playing at home, where you know it, it's it's great to play in front of our you know our family, our friends, and and everybody from the softball community, but that expectation goes up because everybody's at the park and you know they they expect great things. So we'll we'll be making sure that we you know keep an eye on him and and make sure he's well equipped um, internally with with the resources we have and and people we have in all in the organisation, but also outside as well. Uh, every innings and every at bat starts with the ball and the man on the mound's uh, mitt. Uh, pitching strength. Uh, talk to us about your pitches. Right, uh, we've got three pitches that we've named in the squad. We've named um, Daniel Chapman, Josh Pettit, and Pitarona. And uh, JP's going to his uh, third World Cup. Um, he he started the final for us in 2017 when we won. So, you know, he's had some experience at that level. Uh, Daniel is, is going to his second. Um, he was there in Prague last time. You know, they're both uh, big boys, hard throwers, uh, have all the pitches, and uh, Daniel's just coming back from a, a back injury where he had surgery back in April, so he's been on the on the mound on the diamond for the last three weeks, and he's he's working through a return, I guess it's like a return to work program, and he pitched last weekend in the national uh, provincial championships in Christchurch, and and he he looked he looked good, but he looked rusty. So he just needs a little bit more time in the cell. Uh, and then our third pitcher, Pitarona, he's going to his uh, first World Cup, but son of, um, you know, one of our legends, Brad Rona, mm. uh, and Pitt has grown up at the Diamond. You know, he's he's grown up at the ballpark since you know he, he was a little baby. You know, and, and uh, he would have they would have had. Uh, you know, with Dad being um, such a legend of the sport and, and, and a high achiever, the, the conversations around the dining room table in the Rona House uh, would have centred around softball for a long, long time. But, you know, Pitt is 6'5", um, you know, long legs, long arms, um, throws the ball hard, has, has a world-class change-up. And we're looking for him to provide a little bit of variety from uh, what we get from uh, Josh and, and Daniel. 
just a departure from the World Cup a little bit. You're obviously at the Nationals, um, speaking out to the high performers and who was going to make up your squad. What did you see amongst the next tier down? How many steps are, are they away from maybe representing nationally? So, so just the, step, uh, the strength or the depth of the squads around the country, given there's been no softball for a while? Oh, look, there's a, there's a group of guys that, you know, probably probably five or six um, that are pretty close to this group. And then there's a bit of a drop to the next tier. Um, and, and that drop, will be uh, we'll be able to bridge that um, over the coming years with the world opening up again. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is that we'll be able to travel. You know, we've, we've used development tours uh, ever since I've been playing, you know, uh, way back then even. Um, we were able to take guys away offshore and, you know, you play, you know, you're away for a couple of weeks and you might play 12 or 14 games in four different cities. So you get to learn about guys. You get to work with them day in, day out. You, you get to see how they react under pressure and how they deal with stress of, you know, playing at night, travelling in the morning, playing again the next night, you know, um, and facing different opposition and different climates and different countries and cultures and, you know, all of those things contribute to the development of the talent and with not having had the opportunity to do that a sport like ours um you know has really excuse me has really suffered and and when i say a sport like ours i i think we're similar to to most grassroots sports in terms of you know the unprofessional ones where covid has really driven a wedge um and the gap i think is has never been greater between the professional sports and and the amateur sports because those guys and girls have still played. You know, they've still had the competitions. They've been able to go away. They've been able to do the, you know, the managed isolation where, you know, my guys um, my guys are still working. So if we're going to go away for two weeks, uh, where there were opportunities, but then come back and have to go into managed isolation, as was required then, uh, that's four weeks away, which, which is a lot for, a, you know, a guy that's working, mm. um, using we leave. So, you know, that... Where beforehand, we, you know, everybody was getting their opportunity to, to put their best foot forward in terms of sports with, you know, your exposure with, with TV, radio, print media and stuff. You're able to it, it bring in countries from overseas. But that just obviously stopped, didn't it? So, you know, it, for our sport, it, it is what it is. Um, and this opportunity now that we have with the World Cup coming up is, is the perfect opportunity to springboard you know, not only the, the Black Sox in the men game, men's game, but the sport back into, um, you know, I guess, public knowledge and public eye and, and get, get people recognising it again. Is that going to be a hindrance? I'd imagine the other softball nations have say, uh, sort of faced similar obstacles with not playing. Um, I think in your heart of hearts, you're probably not ready for a World Cup, but are we facing a whole lot of other teams that aren't ready without ideal preparations for World Cup? Well, the, I guess the advantage we had is that we, we'd already qualified because we're at home, so we're the host. Where the other countries have um, have had to qualify. So they have had qualification tournaments in, in different parts of the world. So they have had games. Uh, in terms of not being prepared, we'll be prepared, mate. We're going to be ready. Uh, we, we're going we're, we're gonna to have played the most games out of any country uh, prior to the World Cup. So um, don't you worry about that, Tim. <laughs> It was a bit of a dig question, wasn't it? <laughs> um, the family nature of softball as well. You know, I was lucky enough to spend 
uh, the whole tournament, I think it was about three years ago up at Rosedale Park, and um, I just loved the family vibe on the other side of the fence. It's the you, you mentioned you're a grassroots sport. Just the passion of it's a real family feeling when you go to a softball tournament, and even though this is a World Cup, that will still be there and something you can feed off. Oh, absolutely! And I think it'll be on a on a on a greater scale as well because you know the family's going to come from far and wide. You know, people are make uh, booking their holidays and booking their trips around it. So, you know, that, it, it's going to be a you know, it's a, it's a hot ticket within our sport. You know, so. Uh, it doesn't happen that often, so when it does, um, you know, the community really rallies around, and and people will always bring other people with them, you know. So uh, I, I haven't spent a lot of time behind the outbuild fence at um, at these events, but I know that you know when we've come off the diamond, uh, you know, I guess the the signal for me is how long it takes you to get from the dugout to to the bus. Um, you know, once, once you've spent a bit of time and. And when you're at home, it takes longer, you know, and, and that's not a bad thing, you know, engaging with the, you know, with our, our, our whanau, our community, um, and seeing people that maybe hadn't seen for a while. And, and that's the, the beauty of, you know, sport and a sport like ours is it, it pulls people back together. Talking to head coach Mark Sorensen here to the Black Sox uh, hosting the World Cup in Auckland. November 26th to December 4th, tickets have gone on sale. And I've just been on the website, very affordable, and it is a fantastic day out. Hold a lot of different types of packages. The last thing I wanted to ask you about, Mark, was the mind games in softball, the, the getting inside the pitches and the catchers' heads. And I don't want to fe- make you feel uncomfortable, but I really enjoy you standing on the third baseline when the other team are out there and the little looks and the little glances. Um, it's next level. I, I just love watching the mind games. Yeah, it's... Um... I love it too, mate. <laughs> but I haven't been able to do it for a while. Yeah, it, um, it, it well, it came for me from being a catcher when I played, you know, and you're behind the batter and, you know, you're, you're offering a little bit of advice about uh, their swing or how they how they made a catch or dropped a catch in the field or um, just life in general, you know. Um, to quality, you know, it's, it's positive reinforcement about the ball that they dropped. Um, and for me, on standing on third base with, with the pitcher, my job is to exactly that, get inside the pitcher's head. And it's pretty well known in softball circles that um, that I, I, I spend a lot of time studying the pitchers and picking up their grips. And, and the idea for that is if I can pick up their grips and we know what pitch is coming, I can relay it to our hitters. And if they then don't have to determine whether it's a rise ball, drop ball or change up. They just have to work out if it's a strike. You raise the percentages of success, you know, your chances of succeeding. So even sometimes when it's like a game of, of poker, mate, it's even when you don't, I don't have anything on the pitches. I try and make out that I do because a lot of the guys on the mountain there, they get into a state, they get into such a state where they're more worried about me picking their grips on third. They forget about the hitter. So, you know, if I can distract them um, in some way, shape, or form, and it helps one of my guys when they're at the plate, then you know uh, my job's done. Mm. Well, well, exciting times ahead, Mark. Uh, softball's such a, a fantastic part of the sporting history and framework in, in New Zealand, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of local support. And I do urge people to get out there personally, and just even if it's just for a day, even if it's just for a game, and then you become hooked with the the atmosphere, and we've got the best of the best there. Got the best of the best coaching us as well. So, uh, 
Mark Sorensen, we wish you well, and I have no doubt we'll be in touch with you before, during, and after a, a wonderful World Cup. We wish you all the best. Thanks, Steph. Appreciate it. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.